out there. This is Kelly Bradstreet, and I'm starting my new podcast called Upgrading Our Humanity. I've been thinking a lot about ways that our humanity has kind of slipped down under, if you will. And so I want to record some of my thoughts about experiences I've had and lessons I've learned. Today, I'm going to talk about a time I was out of control. I was 11 years old when my family moved from Nogales, Arizona to Scottsdale, Arizona. There were a lot of changes to navigate. Many of them I welcomed, like having a neighborhood full of kids my age that I could hang out with and having malls and movie theaters nearby. Other changes were not so pleasant, like the scary 20-something-year-old guy who always seemed to be in his front yard when our family would drive by. My dad hated him. Every time we would see him, my dad would say, damn pinko hippie freak, why doesn't he get a job? I have to admit, that guy did creep me out. He had really long hair that most of the time covered his eyes, and he rarely wore a shirt or shoes. And he had this sadistic looking smirk on his face. He must have known my dad loathed him because he started flipping him off as we drove by. My older sister thought he was kind of cute. Ugh. These encounters happened for three years, and rather than fade away, they got more and more intense. One time, I remember my dad telling my mom, I just wish he would step into our yard so I could shoot him for breaking and entering. (sighs) Things finally came to a head on New Year's Eve in 1976. My parents left my sister and I with one of my sister's friends for the evening, giving us strict directions to stay in the house and not answer the door. As soon as my parents left, my sister and her friend went looking for alcohol my parents stored in our cabinets. They were very inexperienced drinkers, so they were chugging down hard liquor like it was Gatorade. I was extremely nervous, and I warned my sister she was going to get caught. After about an hour of drinking, they decided to go to the cute pinko hippie freak's house down the street. I stayed in the house and fretted and filled the alcohol bottles back up with water and put them back where they belong. I didn't know what to do. Ever since I was little, I I couldn't help myself from taking on my sister's punishment when she got in trouble. It was like I could feel her fear and her pain. I wanted to save my sister from the threatening neighborhood creep, but I didn't want to disobey my parents and leave the house. After hours of looking out the window, I finally fell asleep on the couch. Ding dong, ding dong, pound, pound, pound. Startled, I got up and peeked into the door hole and saw my sister and her friend with their arms around the pinko hippie freak. My plan was to let my sister and her friend in and shut the door on him. But as soon as I unlocked the door, he barged in with them. I warned him to get out before my dad came home. He laughed at me and told me to get lost. My heart was pounding. I was shaking. I was so mad. I went to my dad's study and grabbed his gun. I ran back upstairs and pointed the gun at the pinko hippie freak and screamed to him to leave the house now or I will shoot. I told him that he was trespassing and that it was legal for me to shoot an intruder. His eyes grew pretty big. He laughed a little and he cussed his way out the door. After I locked the door, I returned the unloaded gun to his proper place and then got my drunk sister and her friend to bed. 
I waited by the front door until my parents came home. I knew it was going to be an ugly scene and I was already dreading my sister's punishment. I thought about lying for my sister, but the smell of vomit and alcohol permeated the house. When my parents came home, I told them everything. I told them I lost control and pointed a gun at the hippie freak. Listening to myself say, I lost control, made me lose control again, and I began sobbing. I was not crying because I felt threatened by the neighborhood boy or because I knew my sister was in big trouble. I was crying because I became someone I didn't recognize. Fear took over my mind and body and clouded my judgment in my heart. In retrospect, readers, listeners, I realized my fear was unwarranted because the pinko hippie freak was only trying to help my sister and her friend by getting them back home safely. In retrospect, as I look back on all the times I was afraid and feeling out of control, I realize that fear is something that is instilled in us by others. We are taught to fear anything that others perceive as harmful or threatening or different. We are taught to fear everything and everyone. I haven't learned to acknowledge my fear, but not let it control me. Fear has a way of hijacking our lives and robbing us of our true essence. When we lose control, something or someone has taken over. So I ask you today, listeners, who's your co-pilot? 